0: Welcome to the Worthy Woman Code Podcast, a movement for creative leaders and entrepreneurs who are forging a new path. When we reconnect to our true voice and creative genius, we unlock our unique code to discover our worth. I'm your host, Tara Kinden, and I'm on an ambitious mission to guide one million women to their deepest selves, to honor their worth so they can change the world. Welcome sisters to the Worthy Woman Code podcast. I am your host, Tara Kinden, and today I'm dropping a bonus sister session episode for you because I think we could all use a little bit of this right now. So you may hear my husband and my babe playing downstairs because we are in full like lockdown isolation mode. And um, this is the end of March break. Next week, the schools are closed for two weeks, which is awesome. So we're all at home and it's a little bit crazy. I'm sure all of you have been navigating the ups and downs and the flows of emotions as everything is unfolding around us. So these sister sessions are meant to just give you something to listen to as inspiration, as distraction, as, you know, how we're all navigating this, this really uncertain and uncomfortable time. So today on the podcast is the beautiful Charmaine Broughton. She is so lovely and I know you are going to enjoy every minute of this podcast. There is a little bit of digitizing that that went on, so I apologize in advance for that. We did it over Zoom because we are social distancing. Uh, So who is Charmaine? She is a food media specialist and host of In Char's Kitchen. So this is a show that she produces and stars in as well. She has... Wonderful guests, where she teaches them basically how to be the CEO of their own kitchen and really is on a mission to empower people to be able to create foods so easily without the stress of, you know, sometimes you'll watch a show and it just a show around cooking and it just seems so overwhelming. She simplifies everything to a place that makes everything possible in your kitchen. So I am honored that she came onto the podcast and just so excited for you to hear her vulnerability, her her power, her genius. She's just sharing it all with you and so openly and honestly and raw. So I know that um, many of you already know who she is, but for those of you who are being introduced to her right now, I'm just so grateful that she shared herself with us in this way and that you are taking the time to listen to this. So without further ado, here is the beautiful Charmaine and my interview, our sister session. Okay, Charmaine, tell us a little bit about you, like fill us in on all of the juicy details of your life right now. Like what is happening in your world? Ooh, the juicy details. <laughs> really I'm not sure if you're juicy. I'm not
1: sure if your audience is ready for that. Oh, they can handle you know it. <laughs> to be to be uh, truthful, um my life is actually pretty um I, my life like is pretty lame in a sense like I'm not I don't really socialize a lot. I'm really happy to be at home and I think sometimes when people meet me and beca- and I I totally get that I do have um a a fairly bold personality I think sometimes people might get the wrong impression of like my life or they think because I have my own tv show or because I travel around and do cooking segments that I live this glamorous life no I'm like so happy to be at home with my dogs like last night my husband and I we binge watched uh uh Ozark and I was just in my absolute uh element yeah I said uh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I said I'm going to have Ozark arse by the time that we're done. This, you know, like there's mom bod and dad bod. I'm gonna have Ozark arse. <laughs> and yeah, they just
0: so released I, another to, season.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. I'm gonna have to, uh, you know, uh, really kick up my kick up my daily, uh, workouts if I'm, if I'm sitting on my rear end for five hours a night watching uh, Netflix. Listen,
0: mm-hmm. well, and just so everybody knows like where we're at in life right now is that we are technically on like lockdown, self-isolation is happening for us in and where we live right now. Mm-hmm. So we're all kind of binge watching Netflix and doing, <laughs> doing these kind of things. But, um, in reference to when you were talking about having a big personality and being like a bold personality, but also being very, you know, reclusive when mm-hmm. you can be, um, tell us a little bit about, you know, as part of your worth and owning like all of you, cause you right. can, you've had the gift of being able to recognize your talents and really like bringing your genius into like into your work in such a like natural and fun way and being able to utilize your beautiful voice with your work and what you do so well. Tell us how easy was that for you to bring those two pieces together and what it looks like for you right now?
1: Oh, uh, okay. I'll just tell you a little bit about like my, my childhood and some passions I had when I was a child and um, how interesting it is when you follow your, your childhood dreams, how you can live the life of your dreams. So mm-hmm. when I was in grade four, um, I was obsessed with Walk With Yawn because it was one of the only cooking shows on TV at the time. Okay. and I'm like, was- what is that? <laughs> oh, you have to Google it. Like Google okay. Walk With Yawn. Okay. So he, he actually was, uh, I believe he filmed a show in Vancouver yeah and what I absolutely loved about him was that he could entertain an audience while cooking and then he'd invite people from the audience up and feed them and I was absolutely fascinated with what he did um you know leading up to that for as long as I can remember I have always loved to cook and I have always loved to eat first and foremost like I I'm not ashamed to say that I love to eat I love Nothing brings me more joy, like, okay, obviously, other than like my kids and my dogs and my husband and all that, but like nothing, I love eating. It's yeah. it's like, it's a passion of mine. Like some women like to go and buy Louis Vuitton handbags. I want to go and buy ground bison to make an awesome bison <laughs> burger. Okay. Amazing. So back in the eighties, Walk With Yawn was one of very few cooking shows on TV. And I would often tell my mom that I was sick so I could stay home from school to watch it um because it was it, it was I don't think it was on like after school like it was on like during the day so fascinated fascinated with this show walk with yawn and um as you know as I got a little bit older and got into high school um I, I did not do well in high school like it I had no I just didn't learn that way It sitting in a class and I'm not knocking the education system it's just that's not how I learned I did not I'm I saying could, I couldn't sit and comprehend like I would try so it actually brings tears to my eyes like I would try so hard to be like that student and I just I just couldn't do it I just it nothing I couldn't absorb anything yeah and I grew up in Markham uh and I was always fascinated with like tv and I was always fascinated like with cooking and so on and when I was in grade Twelve and grade thirteen and and grade fourteen, <laughs> um, I would often skip school. Pr- hence, probably why I didn't do well in school because I was never there. And I would go down and I would watch tapings of the Deanie Petty show. And I was absolutely fascinated with like the audience and she'd have these guests on, and I was absolutely fascinated. And when I say I didn't do well in high school, like I mean my grades were they were pretty pitiful. But I always knew deep down and I, oh my gosh, I am getting emotional. I always knew deep down that I was going to, I was going to be okay. Like that, yes. I, I just, I just knew, I just somehow knew. And I remember I was sitting in the, the car, my friend and I, we had gone out somewhere and I was telling her like, I'm just so confused because I do shitty in school. I mean, can I swear on this? Yeah.
0: Oh yes. Okay. Here.
1: <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing shitty in school. Like everyone else is going off to university and you know, she was trying her best to like, you know, be an awesome friend, actually, we're still friends to this day, and I remember saying to her, you know, deep down in my gut, I know I'm going to be okay, I said, one day, and I said, I'm sure as I'm sitting here, I'm going to be as famous as Deanie Petty, and <laughs> yes, I, mean, girl. I don't, and that was okay, so I'm, I'm going to be 45 in June, I was probably 18 or 19 when I said that, and like, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying, I'm not, saying like oh I'm so great because I have my own show and I'm I'm sorry but I just
0: I just want you to own this right now and be like I am on I have time still to do the thing
1: (laughs) well I love that and you know what I am owning it like I used to be like I am owning it I'm I'm like I'm I'm actually really proud of myself In Uh fact, not too long ago I was interviewed by a magazine and they said they asked me um who my biggest inspiration is or who and I said you know what my biggest inspiration has been myself because Mm -hmm. a lot of people you know on my journey um and because I didn't do well in school um they they didn't believe in me and I was a fail like technically I kind of in a in one sense I was a failure um but I I just stuck with it and stuck with my my love of food and kind of what got me into well I'd always loved cooking but what made me take the next step to make it a career was so when I grew up and I was in high school in the 90s I'm not sure about you but there was a real push it was like university or nothing like oh, I don't 100%. ever yeah I don't ever really remember being encouraged about college or hands-on or the trades like I really and maybe this was just my own um like upbringing because I or, or maybe I was just hearing what I what I wanted to hear, or not hearing what was accurate. But I just thought I was just under the impression that like if you didn't go to university, like that was it. You were like not going anywhere. And I didn't real I didn't do anything after high school. I actually got a job at a at a bagel shop. So all my friends were off at university, and there I was spreading you know dill and herb cream cheese on an everything bagel back when people ate carbohydrates yeah oh yeah yeah girl Uh, so and I one day on my day off I was watching the view and uh Joe Behar so uh, sorry Joy Behar so this would have been oh gosh this is
0: like way back like
1: like in the late 90s maybe
0: yeah
1: uh she said you were meant to do what you love to do when you were 10 years old yeah exactly and I was like oh my god when I was 10 what brought me so much joy is I grew up on a great street, like, a, oh, it was just the best street ever. I had the best street friends. And I would often go inside, like when we were all playing outside, and I would make like a dish, like a walk with yawn dish and bring it outside and have my friends try it. Like I was known for um, my, my omelets and they would eat it and nothing brought me more joy. Like I would go inside and create this dish and bring it out. And they just loved the fact that- I'm sorry. And how old were you? It,
0: how old were you at this point? About-
1: 10. Let's like, see. That-
0: okay. I just want to stop you here because this is so important. I talk about this all the time. We talk about your genius and we talk about like finding your gifts and your talents and your skills. And it's kind of like a gift. Literally you figured out how to open your gift and then utilize your gift. And this also such a huge piece for you around intuition, because you're like, I just knew I trusted myself. I believed in myself. And the truth is like your intuitive self was like Girl, do this, do this, even if mm-hmm. it's not in alignment with the university row and all of that stuff, right? So, okay, carry on. I just want to make sure people know that.
1: Yeah, and so anyhow, I was watching uh, The View and Joy Behar because I believe she she's actually a teacher, and then she ended up on The View somehow. They were talking about career paths again. This was like twenty, well over twenty years ago. And uh, she said, you were meant to do what you love to do when you're 10 years old. And I was like, oh my gosh, when I was 10, nothing brought me more joy than like cooking. Mm -hmm. So because I had very poor grades, um, I applied to George Brown to their six-month food prep program. Uh, I was intelligent enough to know that I I didn't um, shine in the classroom, that learning out of a book wasn't going to do me any good, but I thought I can last six months. So this was just like a six month food prep program. And uh, I went to George Brown and I did quite well. I loved it. And then I got an apprenticeship and uh, I got an apprenticeship actually at a restaurant that was across the street from the bagel shop. And funny enough, um, here's where my bold personality comes out. Um, this Italian restaurant opened up right across the street from the bagel shop because I was working there part-time while I was um, going to school. And I marched into the back of the kitchen, I kid you not, and I looked at the chef and I told him that he had to hire me. He had to hire me as his apprentice. And the he had no choice and he hired me. And uh, that see, was kind of the...
0: This is your beautiful personality, right? This is part of like what makes you know, actually what we should pull your human design chart. Cause I'm dying to know like what type you are, but, um, there's something so like when your aura comes into the room before you do, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's something very cool about that. And like, it can be into cause that's how, that's how I roll. So that's why I just love talking to you. And I feel you so much. Cause we are very similar, but it's like, you know what you want and you're not afraid to go and ask for it even though while you're doing it you may be scared shitless you still mm-hmm. know like, I gotta do this thing so it's like I might as well just get it over with before it like eats me up
1: yeah <laughs> and, I, and I, I've always been like that I've always I've never been afraid to ask for anything um it's just been it's just my personality it's like in me it's I think I was like I came out of the womb asking Mom, can I have something to eat you know or yeah anyhow
0: Okay. So um, tell me this. I would love to know, when did you, because you're in a different place now, Like, so tell us a little bit about like after you had this internship, that, or, or was it an internship?
1: Like uh, uh, an apprenticeship. apprenticeship.
0: Mm-hmm. After you had that, then what was kind of like your path? What brought you to where you are right now?
1: Well, I mean, like most entrepreneurs, or whether you're an entrepreneur or not, I mean, even if you did go to university and, and did that route, I mean, I'm 45 now, so everybody's route, it's, you know, you do, you start one way and, you know, the, the map of life is up and down and forks in the road, pardon the pun, and hills and, and you fall on your face and you get back up or whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's been an awesome journey. And, you know, I was thinking the other day, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this, I was, I've just recently been um, nominated for a uh, female businesswoman the year for Bracebridge and I was like you know what I am so darn proud, deserving of the nomination I'm not saying of the win but I just feel you know what I have hustled for 25 years and I think I've paid my dues and I feel so confident about not necessarily I'm not saying that I want I'm going to win or I'm confident <laughs> winning I just feel so confident in the fact that I have been nominated
0: um And appreciating that and like owning that, like this is a worth thing. It's like when you can recognize your own brilliance, I think there's something very powerful about that because you teach others to do the same.
1: And I think what you said about appreciating it is key here because of the, I appreciate it because I'm 25 years in the making, you know, like people will say to me, Oh, you're so lucky. You have your own show. You're so lucky because of this, because of that. There is no, there is no luck that went into my journey. Believe me. There is no luck at all. In fact, when I was um, struggling in high school around the same time that I was skipping school to go down and see Dini Petty, um, there was this one teacher I had a great relationship with him. His name was Mr. Hickey. And uh, he knew I was just like struggling. Well, I was, I, I was depressed then. And I remember he pulled me in, like not literally pulled me into his office, but he pulled me into his office and he shut the door. And he said to me, you know, Shar." cause he knew that I had terrible grades. He said, you are the type of person that is in life that is just going to have to work your ass off. And I was about mm-hmm. 18 when he said that to me, um, he said, you know, you're not like these, those girls whose parents buy them cars and they're going to do this or going to do that. And you know, everyone's life, everyone's journey in life is different. Nothing, I have nothing against those girls whose parents bought them cars or whatever. <laughs> he said, but you are the type of person, you are just going to have to work your ass off in life to get what you want. And I I have remembered that ever since he told, like, that's just always been at the back of my head. I'm going to have to work my ass off. I'm going to have to work my ha- ass off. And truthfully, I get such pleasure out of working hard. Nothing brings me more joy than working really hard for something and being able to sit back and then see what I've accomplished. It just brings me a tremendous amount of of worth. But here's
0: the difference. You're, you're, you're working in aligned work. Like the, the difference is you don't have to work as hard when you're doing something that you freaking love, like this is where that advice could have gone really sideways for somebody. And that advice will be garbage these days because I don't think we need to get the message to work harder. I think we need to get the message to be like, what are you actually really great at? And start working mm-hmm. in alignment with that instead of trying to force yourself to do shit you hate and work hard to make that thing not ever work because you're not meant to be doing it. But anyways, that's a separate conversation. Right. But like, you now figured out, okay, what is the line for me? How am I going to like? You love, you're you're a go getter. That's this the way you operate. So it turns you on to see the results. To be like, yeah, I did this. This is something like you can see the tangible results of something you created,
1: mm-hmm. and there's
0: such a sense of satisfaction in that because that gives you that feeling of like deep sense of pride in yourself, oh. which is amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. I I take such pride in in the things that I've accomplished and and even the things, you know, maybe that I have tried and haven't worked out because that's all part of the journey too, right? I mean, it's not, like I said, the entrepreneurship or just life Not has nothing to do with life. It's up and down and sideways and falling and getting back up, sometimes falling and it takes you a while to get back up. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just life. Um, I, but I truly do feel beyond blessed that I get to do what I love. Uh, when I, you know, I teach classes at the creative cook and I feel like a, the Shar version of walk with yawn, you know, for that one hour, I make people laugh. I feed them good food and it's like, it's, it's as cheesy as it sounds. It's exactly, I'm, it's exactly where I'm supposed to be. The joy that I get from I do in a food a, a freelancer. So I I do a number of different things. Teaching cooking is hands down my absolute favorite favorite thing to do in the food industry.
0: Mm-hmm. And we're glitching out a little bit, so I might have to like edit out some of our glitches. But <laughs> anyways, tell me this. So where are you right now? What are things looking like for you in this moment?
1: Um, like like just in this moment, kind of in general, you mean?
0: Yeah, just like, because you've had quite the journey of being able to experience all kinds of different, and I'm of course going to lead people to your website so they can kind of like right. check you out and see, you know, what you're up to, what you're creating, if they want to take a class with you. Um, but like, where do you see, I guess the question is more like, where do you see yourself moving forward from here?
1: Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack a little bit. Perfect. again. Because of the point that I was trying to make about life, and you know again, some people will look at you and me, and I'm just kind of using us as an example, and they'll be like, "Oh, you know, she's got a podcast, and she goes on stage or she has her own t v show and blah 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 um and they think that your life is quote unquote perfect I mean I think people now are realizing no one's life is perfect, but to be absolute like to answer your question i right now actually i'm um I'm I'm grieving the death of my mother yeah. so I just I only want to put that out there and I'm not looking for sympathy but um uh, you know my mother's death is going to be a, a new part of my moving forward and uh the grief has been awful like I miss her uh, I miss her so much it's I miss her and oh uh, I, I I can't even talk about how much I miss her um but you know death is part of life Un, well, or not, unfortunately, because um, the only reason why I feel a little bit grateful because I miss her so much is it just proves to me how much I loved her. And we talked every single day, like um, toward the end, she lived with us and we were just so close and I miss her mu- so much. So where am I right now? I'm grieving the death of my mom. Ooh. And you know what? I am, I'm, I'm proud to be grieving that I am not going to hide it um yeah. and that's where I am right now uh so I'm because I'm other, other
0: thinking, people need to hear this I think it's so I, important
1: well I I, th- I think they do absolutely I, th- I think they need to hear it because it's it's bound to happen sometime in your life and uh, you know anyhow it's uh it's awful some days but I just keep thinking to myself just be so grateful um that you miss her so much because it just proves how much you, you loved her and how close you were. Like when I'm actually, I, yeah, it's just been, it's been very hard, but um, that's where I am right now. And I've been taking a little bit easy um, as far as like work and stuff, because when, you know, I do a lot of traveling around to different morning shows and do spokesperson work. uh, But to be quite truthful, I just haven't had it in me to be that on Um, so I'm just kind of easing my way back into it. And if it takes me another six months, it takes me another six months. If it takes me another six days, it takes another six days, but I'm owning this grief and I'm taking the time that I need. Thankfully, you know, I have enough things on the go that, um, if I'm not doing, you know, five TV segments a month, I have a, you know, a number of different projects that keep me busy, uh, including a little side gig that I do. Um, so that's where I am right now. And that's just, that's just the truth. Mm -hmm.
0: And I think it is so powerful to share, like it's okay to take a step back to honor what's happening in your world and to not feel like you have to keep forcing yourself. Like, yes, money is always a thing and money always seems to be so tied to how we value ourselves and how we, how we feel worthy enough in the community and all of that stuff. But that it's okay sometimes to take a step back and be like, what is actually important to me? And this gives you mm-hmm. a chance to really reframe, like, why you know why are you doing all the things you're doing and do, do they matter? And I, I kind of like, and I'm sure you can speak to this, but like with what's happening right now in the world, it is giving us a beautiful opportunity. And I'm, I say beautiful very lightly because it's obviously very hard and complicated for all of us but that it's giving us this opportunity to reframe how we're seeing our communities, how we're seeing Uh the global community and how we're valuing ourselves because we're so um, tied to our work in the sense of like, that's where our pride is. And that's where our like sense of accomplishment and sense of worth. And you'll hear people talk about like your net worth is your self-worth. And I'm like, whoa, like, it's not really, but okay. It's part of the, the bigger picture we're breaking down. But in this moment, it's giving us time to reflect, to be like, is what I'm doing, what I want to be doing? And is it giving Mm -hmm. me the things and the pleasure that it should be?
1: Uh, I agree.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell me like, you know, with what you're experiencing and if it's too, if it's too sensitive, you can, you can just be like, skip this one. But I know you I enough I think that you'll be like I got this. So it's like do you feel as though the grief that you've been going through is giving you a chance to reflect on like you know the work that you've done to the work that you're still doing to like how you think you'll come out a little bit differently and I know you're not there yet but like has your heart had a change in frequency at all to be like um you know what I want to show up really differently when I come out of this? or do you feel like
1: um i think really what uh, i'll just i'll just answer what i the question that i think you've asked so i know,
0: i'm a little complicated if, with questions No, no no no, no, no i i i i
1: i, I, <laughs> I love the question. Um, if this had happened maybe 10 years ago, I would have been like, oh my gosh, I cannot, I cannot take this like hiatus, pardon the pun, off from like traveling around and like getting out there. But now I'm just like, you know what? I've paid my dues and please don't misunderstand. I am not cocky at all. I'm like the least, or at least I don't Don't even need to justify that. Yeah. I know Um, what you're saying. (laughs) I'm, I'm just owning the time and I'm respecting, I guess it's, I guess it's, I'm at a point in my life where. I know my self-worth, and, um, and if, if I, I need this time off to not be doing that, uh, so that's, kind of, at this point, that's what I'm taking from it, that I'm, I'm just totally okay with this break, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm allowing myself the, the break, and I'm allowing myself the, the time that I need to grieve. And if it means, yeah, like that we eat pasta four nights a week, um, no, no. And I'm not even kidding. Like I'm not ashamed of nothing. I, I am not like when I last year, when I was caring for my mom, I mean, emotionally, physically, and financially, it, it drained me like, because I'm self-employed. Like I, I took a, I, and I would not change one thing. I would do it all over again. uh, 10 million times. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm, I love what I did for my mom, but, um, yeah, like if it means that we're eating pasta four nights a week instead of, you know, filet mignon, then that's what it means. And my family's totally cool with it. And, uh, yeah, I'm just owning this, owning this feeling and yeah.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So here's my other question. Do you feel like at some point between like 10 years ago and you now, there's been some separation from like being ego driven as opposed to like, so heart centered. Cause I can feel from you, like there is no ego coming forward at all anymore. It's like, you're not being driven by the need to prove anything to anyone.
1: Yeah. I'm not that I don't feel that way. I mean, don't, I think everybody in life wants a little bit of approval or wants a pat on the back. And the other thing with ego to be totally honest. I think as long as you're not cocky, I don't really think having like I think it's pretty I think it's good to feel good about yourself. Yeah, I, there's a I,
0: difference. There's a difference though. I like let me sorry, let me be specific in the sense of what I'm saying with the ego. It's like the the ego kind of just like, and I'm all, I think is a healthy balance and having healthy ego. And then there's like not so healthy ego, but it's like when you said, you know, 10 years ago, you probably would have kept pushing yourself harder because mm-hmm. you were in the, you were in that time in your life where like, it mattered to you that you showed up in those places because you had worked so hard to keep getting those things rolling through. And that if you would have backed off the gas at all, it might've affected your ability to earn in that way. Like there's a little bit of ego behind that, right? Because it sure. the th- forces us to do that where you're not doing that anymore.
1: Yeah, because 10 years ago, I would have been so, to be, I'll be honest, I would have been yeah. so worried about somebody else getting the uh-huh. gig that I could have had. And now yeah. I'm just like, and I and there's no other Charmaine on the planet. That's there's exactly no other Cara on the planet. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. no other Jane Doe on the planet Mm -hmm. I am who I am and and like so no one else is going to get my my gig or nobody else is going to get the gig that that um, maybe I'm, I'm destined to have because nobody's me. It's like, but nobody's you, didn't you
0: know that then like, this is what I know. Like, like what's so cool is like, we think our ego gets all crazy. And it's like, if we don't do this thing, we're going to lose all this opportunity and da 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 da. da. but when mm-hmm. you start to really own your gifts and not that you didn't own them then, but now you own them in a different sense because you've aligned them with your voice and really like can stand in your power to say like, this is just, there is no one else who's going to be able to like deliver this food in this way and entertain people in this way and speak the way that I speak and captivate an audience and like put on the performance the way that it's going to be delivered if you do it, as opposed right. to like freaking if I roll in there and do a dinner show, like, you know, it's going to be totally different. And that what's so cool about that is like now you can own that for all it is with no shame, no guilt, just nothing but like, mm-hmm. thank you universe for giving yes. me these gifts that I can, un, you know, and un, 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 open for the rest of the world to see and not feel the pressure of needing to be a certain way anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes, absolutely. Like, and I also think too, that's just maturity as well. Like an age. I don't I mean, know, not, girl.
0: <laughs> I've seen some I, older people who are still just fighting it out. <laughs>
1: Mm, well, I'll, or at least I think with me, it's. And I, I, when I say maturity, I don't mean like the prim and proper maturity. I just mean like age. And you just, uh, again, like I just realize that no one's me. So if the like, I I have what I have to offer to the world. And if I'm taking a break, I'm taking a break. And if that gig is there for me, and you know, six days, six months, then it is. And if it's not, oh well. Believe me, I'm the most resilient person you'll ever meet. I'll I'll think of something. And you know, a
0: new door will open. That's the beauty. Yes. Like Mm -hmm. there's always a new window, a new door, a new something opening. If we, if we choose to not accept that opportunity at that time for whatever reason. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me like, what else do, do we need to know about Charmaine? Like, what else do you think we need to know about you as an amazing human and the way you show up in the world.
1: Uh, um, I mean, I think I'm a pretty passionate person. Um, I'm very um like been able to have some of the opportunities that have come my way is because I'm very curious. I'm not afraid to ask if I if I get something in my head, it will pretty much it will happen. Um and that's just my that's just my nature. And you know, some people may be watching this or listening to this. Excuse me. Um, be like, oh, I want to be like that, but you don't have to be like that. If 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 you're quiet, reserved, that's who you are, and you're quiet, reserved, and and maybe a life like mine or being that go getter isn't for you, and that's that's totally cool too. Like we're all we're all different, and that's just what makes that's the beauty of what makes the world go round.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting because when you talk about being able to like envision it and then it just like comes into being, you know, some people have this ability to not need to wait, but we oh all Oh yeah, have I'm, no,
1: I'm not a waiter. Like <laughs> I get something in my head and that's, that's it. Like, um, okay. For instance, I will just, I'll, how much time do we have?
0: Um, we have time. Like I don't even know where we're okay. at.
1: Go ahead. So I'll, I'll, i'll tell you this about getting something in my head so uh, when i struggled with my weight for a long time Mm -hmm. and after i had my second son i had it in my head that i was not going to diet anymore just because i i say that i had dieted myself to 220 pounds because i would you know go on a diet lose five pounds gain back eight we every woman listening Mm -hmm. or i shouldn't say every woman but a lot of women
0: but the majority i said
1: i dieted I dieted myself to 220. Like that's what dieting did for me. Some people lose weight on diets. I dieted myself to weigh more than most men. So I had it in my head that I was going to run a marathon. That was my goal. I just wanted to be healthy. I wanted to just fuel my body with, with good nutritious food. And I was going to run a marathon. So I came home from the hospital after I had my second son. And within a few days, I went outside and I started running. Um, like the first day literally I lasted not even 15 minutes and half of it was walking and you know people literally laughed in my face like Uh I kid you not they laughed in my face Uh, or like she'll never stick to it she'll never do this she'll never do that and I'm not really one of these people that are like oh I'm gonna prove you no I was like no I said I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it like you can laugh me all you want well then wouldn't you know a year and a half later I did I ran, I did. I ran the Ottawa marathon. And since then I've run countless marathons. I'm not doing a ton of, um, I'm not doing any distance running these days. The most I do now is about 5k, but for, um, up until about two years ago, I was, you know, running countless marathons a year, a ton of half marathons and, you know, fitness just became such a huge part of my life. It's just, it's such a, a great mental boost. And I truly believe my commitment to fitness um, is another reason why I have been able to um, have the confidence to go out and be that go-getter. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, working out working out for me now really has nothing to do with a number on a scale or a certain dress size. It's just it. I love it. It's like my. You know, some women like to come home and have a glass of wine every night. I like to go to bed early, set my alarm for 5 a.m., and get up and and get my sweat on. That's just what makes me tick. And it's the women that like to come home sweet. and have their
0: I think it gets your creative juices flowing too. That's a big thing for you, right?
1: Without a doubt. And just the Mm -hmm. confidence. And again, not even the confidence because you might look a a certain way, like, you know, you might have, you know, toned legs or this or that, but just the mental confidence. Like it's just fitness to me is, I think one of the greatest gifts that you can give yourself Mm -hmm. is to just take that time every day. And I don't care if it's a 40 minute power walk, yoga, whatever is out there and just do it for you. It's, it's my, it, you know, and like I said, those, some women come home and have a glass of wine and I don't want to knock them. If that works for you, awesome. (laughs) Do what works for you. But I know what works for me, my black coffee and my morning workout. Mm -hmm. (laughs) My favorite thing. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Well, listen, you know, like, this is the biggest thing. It's, Getting to know, like you have to take this time to get to know yourself and know like what makes you tick, what makes you, you know, function more efficiently, like what helps to like fuel your brain, fuel your body. Like it's all encompassing. And I think Mm -hmm. when we're super disconnected from one piece of that whole pie of, you know, the four separate bodies, it's like, and which I, the mental, the physical, the emotional and the spiritual, like when these are out of alignment and you don't know what helps fuel that piece of you. Something is always disconnected, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we can manifest so much better and and create in such a more holistic way when we have the ability to figure out, okay, like which part of me is a little out of alignment. What do I need to clean up? And mm-hmm. and then we do the work to clean it up. And like you say, you don't go crazy, like you know, you don't have to go run a marathon. But it's about like what choice w- could you make to make you feel better and work more, more energized? Right. Maybe it's just drinking. Well, more- and I like.
1: I like what you said about how you have to do the work to clean it up because it is, it is, it is work. Like, and, and I'm not saying it, ha- just like you said, it doesn't have to be grueling. You don't have to run that. That worked for me. You don't have to go out and run a marathon. You don't have to do a triathlon.
0: Mm-hmm. But or a fitness competition. It is, yeah, really. I, I, I did one of those too.
1: Um, But, uh, like it it is work, but, Again, I think that's one reason why um, like I feel so great about myself is because of the work that I put into myself every day. And I am not ashamed to admit it. Like, I, again, nothing brings me more joy. I love getting up with my black coffee Getting the gym, or you know, going out and about for a like five k run, it's just it it fuels me. It's and like what you said, the creative juices. Yeah, and you honor that.
0: You honor that in yourself, and that's the biggest thing. It's mm -hmm. like sometimes you know people will feel like it's an obligation that they must you know do some kind of movement in some way, shape, or form. But the truth is, if you can move your body and you and you and you feel inclined to do so, you really should. Really should. Mm -hmm. It'll make all the difference in you get hits
1: and i I do really agree, like if you don't move it, you lose it. I mean, and I just figure if we especially watching my mother um you know die of cancer, mm. I just think you know up until she was diagnosed, my mom walked every day uh twice a day, actually, and i just i i mean I very rarely don't want to exercise, but on the days that I need an umph, I think you know what? if my mom was still here, she would have got up, and she would have got in her two twenty minute walks every single day, yeah. and I think about all the people that um you know that that can't and that kind of fuels me and drives me as well like how can you be so blessed to have two legs that work and a body that moves and not not move it every day I just think that's I don't know I that's I will never take my health my my health for granted that way never ever ever I I feel so blessed every day when I get up and out to move my body it's it's it again it, it's a it's like my fuel
0: it's power mm-hmm. and so yeah I mean like everyone you know some people struggle with the mental piece and that's what keeps them from moving not so much that they can't move it's as there's something going on mentally that's preventing them from you know doing it and it's like you just you keep working at it until it works for you you know
1: yeah and I you know advice that I give to people and I'm sure you're the same is I say you know if you're not ready to make a commitment really to anything in life oh god yeah I, I mean whether it's fitness whether it's changing your eating habits whether it's to get ma- uh, married like maybe you like sleeping with eight different people and you don't want to get married I don't know whatever it is if you're not if you don't <laughs> want to make a commitment just don't own do own that decision nothing makes me more crazy <sighs> when I, when I like see on social media, people are like, pow, pow. Okay. Today's the day I'm going to hit the gym hard and I'm going to do it. And then, you know, like it only lasts a few months. Cause I just say like, don't even put yourself through the mental, um, let Cause you know, when you're ready, it was like, when I started running, like I, I, for 25 years, I dieted, dieted, dieted. And I knew that day I was ready. And that's when I was ready. So if you're not ready, just own your decision. Cool. I don't want to work out. I want to whatever honestly, I want. Honestly,
0: I just own think- Own that
1: decision. Don't, I agree don't with you.
0: yourself. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. But sometimes we think we're there and we're not there. And I think mm. this element of like, don't beat yourself up if you fall off the rails. Because every time you get back on, if you can get back on faster, at some point, it's going to click. It just has to yeah i mean i certainly don't want to
1: sound discouraging i mean if anything i would (laughs) guys just quit
0: everyone just quit right now she says just stop it no
1: (laughs) uh, um, (laughs) no 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 that's i i don't want to sound discouraging i just want to say be confident enough to own your like own own who you are if you're not and if if getting up and exercising doesn't bring you joy and you hate it
0: don't do it. yes
1: sure you should do it for your health your health but But don't do it. Do find something else that brings you joy. And then maybe when you find that other thing that brings you joy, maybe the snowball effect will happen. And then you might be like, oh, you know what? I do want to set my alarm 20 minutes early and just go out for a walk every morning and hear the birds chirp. And then I'm going to get back from my walk. And wow, I'm not choosing to drink a triple-triple. I'm going to have maybe an herbal tea instead. Exactly. the, The snowball effect of finding what you love to do is i i i'm a firm believer in the snowball effect when you start to find something that you love to do and the ripple effect it has on other areas of your life i think that is is life-changing and that um i play i think plays a big part into um how i got where i am and why i do the things that i do and why i choose to get up early and and you know you know, my feet hit the floor, floor and I'm just ready to rock the day. Do I have bad days? Yes. I mean, gosh, 15 minutes ago, I was crying about my mom. Of course I have bad days, but, but I, still get my, I still get yep. my workout in. And yeah.
0: you know what help, what makes you work. Like there's either the spiral up or the spiral down. And what we're uh, talking about right now is like, how do you spiral up as fast as possible? And like, how do you catch yourself when you're going down? Because if you can catch yourself on the way down, you don't sit in the shit longer than you should. That's my philosophy. Mm,
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so here's my last question to you. What okay. does self worth mean to you?
1: I think just being confident enough to like know what you want, own who you are, and just be like proud to get up every day and, and conquer the world with your gift. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. That's,
1: a, that, that's a deep question.
0: I know. Mm-hmm. I'm all about the deep question. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so. Where can we find you? What is your website? I'm also going to put it in, links in the show notes. Like, where do you want to send people?
1: Uh, well, people can go to my website, CharmaineBroughton.com or Charmaine uh As I mentioned, I do have my own cooking show called In Char's Kitchen, and you can find that on Kojoko, so it's on your TV. Uh, Instagram, Charmaine under slash Broughton. I have a Facebook page. You can always come see me at the Creative Cook. If you're local to the scopa area, I teach a number of cooking classes. My Laugh Lunch and Learns, you'll be well fed, get a few laughs and leave with some awesome tips and tricks. And, you know, my whole goal is really to inspire people to get in the kitchen and recreate awesome dishes. My goal is not to intimidate people in the kitchen. I, I truly believe that anybody can cook and, and create delicious and doable recipes. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, girl. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being a guest today on the Worthy Woman Code
1: podcast. Oh my gosh, my absolute pleasure. This was mm-hmm. awesome.
0: And there you have it, our beautiful podcast episode with Charmaine Broughton. I hope you loved it as much as we did making it and learned maybe something for yourself that you can take into your heart and you know just navigate this challenging time because it is challenging for every single one of us. But knowing that we're not alone and knowing that there are you know people still out there offering their beauty to the world, and there's so many free things online right now free workouts, <laughs> free information, and things like this podcast. So there are an enormous amount of informative podcasts for you. But oh, there's my babe. <laughs> And I'm not even going to edit that out because this is real life right now. (laughs) So for anyone who is still struggling to find their genius and is like, I have no idea what I did when I was 10. I can't even think back that far. But you want to dive into your genius to know like, what is it that makes me so cool and unique in the world? And you you really want to find that so that you can align authentically with your voice. I am doing sessions. So I still have sessions, they're virtual, so we can do them even in lockdown mode, people. If anyone wants to do that, I'll put the link in the show notes. You can also find me on my website, www.terrakinden.com and all the social channels, which are also linked below. Also, the last thing I want to leave you with is this. I am doing a free masterclass on April the 5th, and if you just fill out this one answer to what does, what's your biggest question around self-worth? Fill that out. Whatever your answer is, is awesome. And you will be joining me live for that two hour session, April 5th. So thank you again for listening to the Worthy Woman Code podcast with so much love to you right now, especially right now, right straight into your heart. Have a wonderful weekend and expect our regular podcast dropped on Monday. We'll